Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast this is a little bit different this is a swap cast we've done these before uh, and with numerous people this one happens to be with one of my long-running podcast friends internet friends good friends he is uh jeremy todd of the positive side podcast and he always comes on like when, when we do stuff uh, he always has these great questions in mind and i i love going in there and not knowing what he's going to ask me. So I don't know whatever whatever's coming. It's always something weird with him. And I like it. It's always something like uh, liberating, motivating. And I love just being able to answer them blindly. Uh, I loved this show so much and this topic and the set that I wanted to make it one of our episodes as well. So this then became a swap cast. Uh, as we started speaking, I thought, this I really got to get a copy of this. We're going into some good stuff here. Um, and it was just me answering a few questions uh, and having a little bit of fun. Uh, Jeremy is a great guy. If you guys aren't listening to him, uh, that is the Positive Side Podcast, uh, one of my absolutely favorite individuals. The guy's just got the speaking chops. It's like he was born to podcast. Phenomenal show, phenomenal host, phenomenal man. Been through hell, just like all the greats. Um, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, allow me to introduce you to our recording and Jeremy Todd himself. Back to the Positive Side Podcast. Glad you're tuning in. The host, Jeremy Todd, is jacked up and fired up for my longtime guest is in the house. You guessed it, my friends. Adam Walton, welcome to the show. Hey, man. I'm uh, really happy to be here. <laughs> I know you are. Hell yeah, you are. I was, you know, it's interesting. Um, it, and you know how we do our show. I don't prepare anything. And I had this question um, yesterday. And this is usually what happens when I got Adam Walton coming on the show. I get a question like two or three days before. And it's, I know it's a good question, and I know it's a good topic because it doesn't go away. It just keeps coming out. And, and we're going to turn this, obviously, this is a motivation podcast, but also we want to look at current events and what's going on around the world. And, and I'm curious for your 
this can be a two-part question, so maybe a long answer, but that's okay. Um, we only got to be out here in an hour, so we got plenty of time. But this is going to be a long, a long question, long answer. We'll start with the setup of the question. Over the past couple of years or a year and a half or so with COVID, COVID's been here, COVID's been here, COVID's been here. We're fighting both sides. Everything's out of control. Fight, 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 fight. Vaccine now. Vaccine. Oh my gosh, it's still it, you're anti-vax, pro-vax. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm whatever. It's just another way to fight over things. Now we have Afghanistan. This is going on now. Obviously, this is all over the news. And I know there's going to be something else big coming up here in the next month. And I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something big. The question is, and and I'm going to ask the question, but I'm also going to bring the motivational part side of this question as well into it. I want you to answer both these questions. I know people think, oh, my God, the world is going crazy right now. But I guess the bigger question is, what is all of these things blocking us from? Because what I believe is that there's something way bigger going on underneath all of this, because, you know, we're, we're as society comes, we, th- we throw stuff on social media and the news and all these things. And we're supposed to be very reactive, all this shit. We can't we can't see anything going on besides this car crash right in front of us. There has to be something else going on behind the scenes of what we're what we actually don't see. And that's one of my bigger questions. And if I turn the motivational part about this question is, is it's very relative what goes on in people's lives with all the shit that we have going on in relationships. And I guess it's more geared towards relationships on this part of the question is we argue about the stupidest things in relationships about goals and dreams and about where, you know, you're right, I'm wrong. And at the end of the day, there's so much more going on behind the scenes. And I, and I, I don't know if it's, if it's me personally, that's just afraid to be upfront and talk about the reality of the truths of going on, what's going on in relationships, but I tie it right back to what's going on in society. There's like this underlying thing that goes on in everyone's life and in, in real shit, like the real shit's going on in the world, that there's so much more going on, but we're distracted by all these things. That a lot of times are self-inflicted. A lot of times they're meant to scare us or not face the actual reality that is right in front of us. So my, my friend, the question is, real quick recap, is what's going on right now in the world? What do we actually need to be worried about? And how do we use this as a kind of a reflection to our own personal lives. <laughs> you have a tendency to blindside me with bigger questions. Um, man, you hit me with, you know, is relationships tied into Kabul, tied into, you know, uh, Al-Qaeda and all that stuff. The truth of the matter is, I mean, this isn't a, this isn't a popular answer. Everything that's going on outside in the world is a reflection of what's going on inside of all of us. It is a unique experience that we're having, but it is a collective experience at the same time. So what it really boils down to is what is the distraction? What is it distracting us from? What's happening? What's coming next? What is COVID? What's all this sort of stuff? If you watch the news and if you focus on what's happening on the television, And then people will say, well, it's not the television. It's happening in real life. They're just reporting it. That's false. If we're going to uh, live in a world where we want more for ourselves, we have to achieve more for ourselves. And if that means turning off the television and saying, fuck it, I don't care about what's going on over there. I can't focus on what's going on over there. That's fine. If you say that out loud, the world is trained to make you think that you're a terrible person for not paying attention to quote unquote world events, Um, which is absolutely asinine because The truth of the matter is you're only paying attention to what they allow you to pay attention to. And what they haven't told you is that they've curated it as well. I mean, people haven't, 
pay too much attention to the fact that, you know, it's the 20 year anniversary of nine 11 coming up. Um, the Afghan plane, the, the, the Taliban plane that they used as, you know, the main, the main propaganda plane, um, in, in, in all the initial photos of the reintroduction of the Taliban had 1109 written on it. So the charts that they're doing is, I mean, they're showing us to, their, to our faces. Now, is this conspiracy? No, it, there's no more conspiracy. Conspiracy is believing the story. Conspiracy is believing the main story. I'm, I don't, I don't waste my time necessarily these days uh, humming and hawing over conspiracies because the truth of the matter is I'm doing my research for me and I'm creating a life that absolutely needs to be perfect for me. Uh, if that means I'm going to take in a little bit of information from the news, from the media, so be it. But I'll tell you, I went uh, this summer, uh, my podcast has, has taken a bit of a backseat uh, simply because I was uh, working on my mental health. Um, mm. And I, I, I took a, a sabbatical and I went up, uh, I went up north for quite a long period of time. And um, when you're up there and you don't have your cell phones, you're not plugged into everything, you have the opportunity to literally just stare at the water and be in, immersed in beauty and be immersed in everything. And that's not sticking your head in the sand, man. Because we think that the television is part of our lives. Television as a whole was invented to uh, spew propaganda, to make you believe something. The world, if you look at the television, if you look at all media, all media is designed to do this now. And if you look at all media, you know, we're all dying from COVID. Here's the thing. I thought that COVID numbers were fake. So all of the deaths, the COVID deaths that they, that they produced, they're all bullshit. Um, people are dying. People die every day. People die every year. People always die. The COVID narrative is garbage. Um, the fear narrative, the fear mongering narrative is garbage. They produced a movie, for example, they produced a movie called Songbird. They released Songbird. If you haven't seen this movie, just check out the trailer. Haven't. This movie was released to shortly after COVID struck, like within minutes. COVID comes out and then Songbird is released, which means that that movie's been in production for a year and a half, two years. So this narrative, and it's all about COVID. It's all about actually COVID-22, which I'm not even sure that they've officially announced yet, but it's going to be coming next. It's probably the one after Delta, right? And it's all predictable. So when you can see into the predictability of it, uh, and this stems from you know your friends who, who are tapped into the Akashic Records. This stems from your friends who are into numerology and who can read the signs and tap into source. All of this is, it's played out. All of this is uh, an image. They're, all, they're playing from a book. Uh, I've been able to make the predictions as to what's going on um, quite easily. And therefore, I have nothing to really worry about because you know something else is coming. You know something else is, is coming, but it's not. Nothing is coming. People have this inability to separate the television, the outside world from, uh, I want to say separate, but I also want to say be inclusive too, to yourself. So we think that our skin, where's my camera? We think that our skin divides us from the outside world. If you want to believe in religion, you are part of the Adam and Eve experience. If you want to believe in, um, sorry, Christianity and Catholicism, I should have said. And Catholicism, uh, I, I would second guess that religion since we're on that topic for a quick second. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, it, the, uh, <laughs> boom. So um, Catholicism is basically Satanism. And that's, you know, that's an opinion that'll, that'll piss a lot of people off. But if you really look into what the two of them uh, are all about, it lines up so perfectly. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's a bit weird. Um, uh, so I was talking about uh, all kinds of stuff right there for a second. I lost my, totally lost my train of thought. What do you mean by, I mean, I was born and raised Catholic and I have my, I mean, I, I'm not Catholic anymore. I am 100% out of the 
out of, out of all he's out of the game completely <laughs> well it's just it's just silly i mean I, i'm completely so far out of all that and again hey it was division that i was i'm onto it now i can jump back into it you you stalled perfectly for the perfect amount of time i got right. back into well, it we can talk about division but i want you to come back to that too because it's very very interesting when when people talk about religions and how you know and again if all these things are going on in the world with and religions killed more people than anything else. I mean, a million times over and over and over and over again. I'm reading a book right now, uh, and this is a little off subject, but it's about um, Kit Carson and, and, and developing the West and what he did. And there's stories about how the, the, the Catholics would chain people to pews, Native Americans to pews, to make them become Catholic. And then they got so upset and revolted where they, they took one of the priests, took him outside and bashed his head at the, at the bottom of a cross because they were, they were forcing them to learn Catholicism over like changing the way that they were born and raised and changing what their beliefs are. It's just silly. Religion does cause a lot of pain and a lot of grief. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that, that also parlays into our education system. Like everything that we're learning in school is indoctrination. It's not real history, right? Nobody wants to talk about the Tartarian civilizations. Nobody wants to talk about the buildings that existed in Chicago, uh, the 18, uh, 1800, the world's fair. You know, nobody wants to talk about these things. And, and, and if they do, they're like, they come at you with some sort of arrogance and they're like, this is what's actually happening. You should pay attention to the facts, right? So remember, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast, you're only ever going to have your observations. You're only ever going to be a part of what you witness. In other words, everything that you're seeing outside in the world is yours to witness. You don't know anything about the pink elephants in Guadalajara that have wings because nobody told you about them. Also because I made them up, but at the oh, same yeah, time, yeah, but at the same time, all the shit that we don't know about. So we're focusing on all this other stuff. We're focusing on the negatives. What if I told you you could fly? What if I told you with enough practice, you could fly? What if I told you that if you mastered sun gazing and grounding, you could develop powers that allowed you to literally fly, you know, that would change the world. People would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can fly. Yeah, that's right. But we never told you you could fly. So we're going to give you all this information and you're going to pay attention to all of this stuff on the television. You're going to fight about all this stuff on the television. We're going to make you fight about everything. And if you fight about everything, if you fight with your neighbors, none of you are going to understand just how powerful you are. So every last bit of everything that you're seeing poured into you is specifically given to you for the intent of making you low vibrational. Vibe lower, chill lower, do nothing really. You know, and here's another thing too. You're like, well, I don't vibe low. I've got all this money. I'm a multimillionaire. I, 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 I don't know. I sell used cars, motherfucker. That's a great movie, by the way. Um, Don, was it? It was that. You've seen it, right? You're in the car biz. You tell me you've seen that movie. Uh, oh, it's drawing, I'm drawing a blank on it. What's his name? Uh, the, the, the goods. The goods. Don sure Reddy and the goods. Yeah, he's, sure. He's selling used Absolutely. cars. <laughs> sell used cars, motherfucker. Anyway. Um, Fuck, I'm all over the place. I'm like, my brain is just everywhere today. So you caught me. Yeah, and it's, it's good. Today's such a huge day for me. Like I'm, I'm, you know, we're talking about fo- po- focusing on positivity. Uh, I have, I now have two personal trainers and I'm like, I'm into the dietary thing and I'm focusing on everything inside my body that I need to make myself feel good about what's going on sure. in my life. And, and this is what I'm focusing on. So when you talk about all this other stuff, like honestly, I'm for the first time ever, I'm a little bit off guard uh, simply because I, I've pulled myself out of that universe. I did two weeks up north. I did two weeks in nature. I did two weeks grounding, sun gazing. I did two weeks just essentially being and learning and, 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 and focusing on the positive. Now the negative, to be able to talk about it, to be able to talk about everything that's going on with the COVID and all this sort of stuff, to, be, to the vaccines, ladies and gentlemen, the COVID numbers were lies. 
They're all bullshit. They're fabricated. Some people have died from COVID, yes. But the fact that the news said this is the thing, it's insane that we're like, COVID, COVID, COVID. We're all COVID crazy because we watch them in television. So if you don't do that, if you're like, okay, well, I want to know about this. And then you're like, the vaccines. Then you're going to see the same line of people being like, the vaccines are killing everybody. And as much as I am 100% never going to get that vaccine based on principle alone, the idea of, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, ladies and gentlemen, because vaccines cured polio, but they didn't come out within 10 weeks and they weren't pushed by a company that's the most corrupt medical company in history, i.e. Pfizer. Uh, I shouldn't mention that name. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to use any of this episode, you're going to have to use it all so you get the entire context, copyright, disclaimer, DCMA. It cost me some money. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's your money, so it's all good. He's got lots of money, ladies and gentlemen. A millionaire. Millionaire, Millionaires. (laughs) Lots of doll hairs, right? Back in the day. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, I have my questions. There are questions. It's not so much that I'm, I'm the crazy one now. It's like, Hey man, if you're going to do like an ounce of research, do it, take a look at it and you're going to see it. And then here's what happens when you, when you constantly hunt through all of this stuff and you see all of this stuff and you're looking at at all of it and you see the whole picture when you're looking at all of it and you have the ability to, um, put, connect the dots and you want to connect the dots. If you want to fight, fight. I mean, don't go for it. Just know that you've been tricked into fighting. You've been manipulated into going to war uh, with with your neighbor. Funny thing, uh, one of the posts, my account's been shadow banned all over the place. So I'm constantly um, on on uh, uh, like behind the eight ball when it comes to being able to be seen and sponsored with regards to the Instagram and all that stuff. I've had two Twitter accounts completely blown up. I've had an entire podcast blown up simply because I talk about Alternatives. I talk about the ability to um, think outside the box. I, I talk about an understanding and a comprehension um, that is a little bit different than the mainstream narrative. And the mainstream narrative is so powerful that they will destroy a year and a half's worth of work um, if you're uploading to, uh, if you're not, if you don't own your own seed. And what I mean by that is two prong your semen and your, your podcast seed. If you don't own it, man, they can take it from you. And so that's like, if you're uploading on one of those uh, other platforms, that makes it easy. So focusing on all this sort of stuff, man, once you get past all of it, once you see that all of it's tied in, like how is Joe Biden president? Impossible. This guy can't do anything period. It was clear that the election was stolen. I'll tell you this right now. Canada's rolling into election. The same thing is going to happen. You're going to watch Trudeau somehow win in the middle of the night. Like this guy's a joke, right? Nobody cares. You should see the rides. He stops. He's not even, he's not even picketing or or talking out anymore because everybody's rioting. They're like, they're threatening him whenever he shows up anywhere. It's just crowds of people that are threatening him. Uh, And it's weird. (laughs) We live in a weird time, but it's phenomenal, right? So now I'm going to trail out again because when you talk about when you talk about what's going on, how are we supposed to interact with this world? All of this stuff is designed to make you wake up. All of this, and not woke, because woke is that stupid thing, right? They've they've reappropriated that. But wake up, understand, comprehend, see a little bit more than what they've than what you've ever looked at, and the world will wake up. The world is waking up to it. So when you see things like Biden doing his dumb president thing, and you realize that all politics are pretty much a sham when you tie it all back, you're like, well, this whole thing is a bit of a a bit of a rigmarole. When you look at the storyline of, of Taliban showing up, you know, 20, 20 years later, almost to the day. And then, and then the U S leaving them airplanes and, and tanks and weapons. And, you know, like okay. you look at all this stuff and then you see that they're mocking you with the 1109, you know, um, all these things, all these things line up and you're just like, this whole thing is, is ridiculous. And then you keep going even further back and further and further and further back. 
And you're like, holy crap. You know, you look at the, the, the AIDS pandemic, the AIDS epidemic, how it rolled out, how Dr. Fauci was in charge of that as well. He was also the one that handed out the drug that was killing people more than the AIDS virus was. The cure for AIDS was killing people more than the AIDS virus was. And then you look further back than that. You look at Pearl Harbor. You look at the fact that those ships were lined up for the first time ever. When you see the docking reports on those days, they were tightened up for maximum damage of perhaps a kamikaze, right? You look back at all these things and you see, you see all these things tied in. And then you see, you know, certain things like uh, George, George Bush was the head of the, the, the CIA um, when, when Kennedy was assassinated. Kennedy wanted to do something with the banking systems. Uh, you look at guys like uh, Tim Osman. Tim Osman was uh, um, a high, high up member of the uh, CIA. Tim Osman is also Osama bin Laden. Um, so when you start tying all these things together, you realize, and then you think about, you know, public media, you think about the things that you've heard, the whole world's a stage. And you're like, fuck, man, we really are. Like this whole thing, everything that you're watching, everything that's on TV, everything that you think you're seeing and feeling, it's all made up. It's all made up for you. And But but it's so made up and it's so well done. It's, it's, it's Plato's cave. You think you're watching reality. Meanwhile, reality is going on just above your head. And you can tap into that frequency. It's not a physical realm. You're not jumping in and out of anything. You're just starting to see something. Uh, 19, uh, was it 1991 or whatever? They did uh, They Live. They Live talked exactly about it. He puts on a pair of sunglasses and he can see through all the bullshit. He can see through all the marketing. He can see through all the, the, the media, right? That There's a huge backstory to that whole thing too, which I won't get into because we are running out of time. Um, but there's you can look in the, the history of They Live. It was one of the number one box office draws for like the first three weeks it was there. Then they pulled it right out of the theater, right? So who knows why they do what they do? And that leads me to the next thing. The more you, you look at why they do what they do, the more you can see it's all connected. And the more you can see that because you're aware that it's all connected, it, it becomes even more connected. And the only way that that's physically possible, the only way that the whole world can be so small is if you're the one that's in control, that you're the one that's playing the cards and, and, and drawing the strings. And there are so many people right now sitting there listening to this podcast and they're like, I know a guy that did this and I know a guy that did that, but that guy isn't you. And the things that you know and the things that you've seen and the things that you've done have all been an opportunity for you to either smarten up, to, to, to fly right, to do something a little bit better. Every mistake you've ever made and remembered, every mistake that sits inside you right now as, as something that you may hold as shame is something that's taught you a lesson not to repeat. Everything that you ever did that you don't remember is irrelevant. It's all bit player stuff. It's all filler shit. But everything that you do remember is your change. So everything that you're focusing on right now and, and, and giving yourself an opportunity to look at, truly look at, not just look at through the eyes of the media, is allowing you to become the person you need to be. So there are people out there, you're going to hear a lot of people say, I mean, I posted something the other day that said the, the, the only thing that can hurt you more than anything else is your imagination. And somebody commented on that post and she said, well, you know, you could be a, a female in Afghanistan right now and, and that's more painful than your imagination. And the interesting thing is that may be a truth, but the woman who wrote it had to use her imagination to come up with that sentence and in doing so she hurt herself. And this is something that people don't want to look at because we've been told, we've been told forever and a day to, to consider somebody else. You're not wearing the mask for me. You're wearing it for the seniors. You're not getting a vaccination for me. You're getting it for your neighbor. You're not this, you're not that, right? So you're constantly trying to do things for somebody else. You're constantly trying to look out for somebody else. The truth of the matter is you need to stop. You need to look at yourself and you need to do for you. And the further into yourself you go, the further down into your own version of you that you go, something happens and you flip. And it's no longer a need to take care of somebody else. Once you go far enough into yourself, you realize that everyone is a part of you and you a part of them. 
and there's no longer a need to help everybody else because everybody is you. How you choose to treat yourself and interact with yourself and be positive for yourself helps and affects absolutely everyone around you. If you're the, the whole saying, be the change you want to see in the world. If you're going to constantly emulate and, and omit greatness, only good things can come from this. And this is, this is a proven fact. This is something that I will stand on because it's happened to me. I went from being a sarcastic piece of shit, high-end elite douchebag sales guy to as far into my own self as I possibly could. And, and in doing so, I changed the way I spoke to myself about myself. I changed the way I dealt with clients. I changed the way I dealt with absolutely everything. I quit drinking. I quit smoking. I quit recreational drugs. I quit seedy women and situations and men and locations. I quit making bad decisions. I quit staying up late. I quit all this stuff and I started focusing on me. And, and in doing so, I wanted to emulate and create a happiness inside me which then made all of my relationships that maintained better. It also had me lose, quote unquote, lose a lot of relationships. In other words, doors closed so that new ones could open. The people that I thought I was focusing on, they were the wrong people because I was the wrong version of myself. And the more I elevated my own self, my own game and my own desire to be a better person, every single thing around me changed. So how does that affect uh, Afghanistan and all that sort of stuff? The TV, the television, the story about Afghanistan, what's happening in Afghanistan is terrible. There are people in charge of that. We need to see this though. We need the contrast of good and evil. We need to be aware of certain things so that we can say, there's nothing I can do about Afghanistan, but I'll tell you what I can do. Instead of being a dick to my neighbor, I'm going to see if I can help him. That's what you can do about Afghanistan because we're going to spend our entire lives. If we don't do it this way, we're going to spend our entire lives worrying about what's going on, worrying about COVID, worrying about this shit, or you take action. You take action in your own life about what you want to do. You get rid of all the things that are already giving you anxiety, anxiety and depression, all that sort of stuff. Stop doing them and focus on making yourself the best possible version of you possible. And if every human on the planet took care of themselves in that manner, the whole world would step up. We don't have to worry about them. We have to worry about us. And that's the biggest deception that's going on right now. None of us are focusing on ourselves. We're all trying to be heroes and focus on everybody else. And in doing so, it's technically a distraction because it stops you from having to focus on you. And that's one of the toughest things that people have ever had to do is accept who they are, work on who they are, love who they are, and create from a position of abundance rather than scarcity. Well, I, I think that's exactly what's going on in society now. And this is the this is the way I look at it. And, and this is probably not the most um, – well, it is what it is. Um, I have – and I don't mean, seem to mean to sound cold or heartless when I say this, but I just don't give a shit about what's going on in the world. I really don't. I, I don't I, – I, I, you know, I see these things, and, and, and again, I know they're, they're shown to me to – because if, if you start showing me all the shitty things going on in the world – that that reel would go on for days and days and days. However, we're selected with this Afghanistan or, or COVID, but we don't even mention the atrocities in Africa. And there's all kinds of things going on in this world. So I just, again, it's very, it's, it's along the lines with what you're talking about. I just don't give a shit, but it's also what it's done. It's taken me years to, to say that and feel that way. I care about myself right now. Yeah. Being the best version of myself, uh, treating people with the utmost respect, you know, small things that, that make my day amazing. And it, like, man, today was, was so good. I went to a this little restaurant called Core Life, and this is the small stuff. I just, I just, man, I love it. My my daughter opened the door for me, and she held the door for the guy behind him. And there's two doors. He said, "No, go ahead." But my youngest boy already had the next door held open for us to walk through, and the guy said, "No, go ahead." But it's little stuff like that, man. That that's what I love. I love, it. and when you can focus in and actually be aware of those things 
that go on every single day in your life, you begin to, your life begins to change. Mm -hmm. Uh, you begin to open up these opportunities. I, as I told you before the podcast started, I quit my job um, last week, and I'm, I'm starting another one tomorrow. Whoa! What do you you quit? I didn't know this. Come on, you're yeah, not sending me any texts anymore, week. guys. He doesn't talk to me. This nuts. guy. Come on. Uh, it's it's a, it's a good opportunity, and I'm excited about it. But people again think I'm nuts. Why would you do this? This is the best job you ever had. This is crazy. I think you're nuts. But, but again, I don't look at it like that. I don't look at it as it's just, it was, I have another opportunity and, and I understand, I don't want to be comfortable. I don't want to get out of that. I want to challenge myself and work on myself and become the best version of myself. And the only way that's going to happen is if I focus on myself and, right. and really dig down to figure out what my positive things are. What are my negative things? What am I good at? What do I suck at? And all this little, this long little quick story brings me to the next question for you. You said you were in Canada all week or the last couple of weeks and you were up north, Northern Canada. Yeah. Up in the middle of nowhere. My, I'm just curious. I haven't been off the grid in a long, long time. Yeah. Through all the things that are going on in this world, through all the things that you've personally been through. Um, and I, I know a lot of the background, I know what you, I know a lot of the things you've gone through. Um, and you know, I respect the shit out of you for all that stuff, but I'm just curious now that this almost to me feels like an, an Adam Walton pinnacle point where you can get away. And after you're, working on yourself so much i guess a couple of questions is what what is that what's that feeling what's that feeling of freedom like and then but the other question is i want to know if there was a point there at some point when you're upset at yourself you're mad at yourself because i think when you get to that point and, and me personally i i've i've struggled with this a lot but i've also I've, I, I think i figured out the other side of it like man i wish i would have done this years ago i wish i would have done that years ago i wasn't ready for it um, but allowing myself to remember that allows me to grow again, allows me to understand that, yes, I was a complete piece of shit years and years ago, but I'm different now. And I can reflect upon that and say, damn, I wish I would have done this earlier, but that does no good because I wasn't ready. You had to go through the like shit that, to get to where to you are in your life that maybe, maybe you are ready. Maybe it takes you this list long in your life for all the different things you went through. And then you get to this point of silence in the middle of the of Northern Canada, where God knows what's up there. Probably absolutely nothing, but what goes through your head and tell me about the, I guess, tell me about the overall experience mentally that, that you went through. Well, I have, um, for me, it's just, you know, there's that old theory that you can, you you know if can you add to a full cup if your cup is full can you add to it and the idea being no you can't uh, the only way to do the only way to actually add to a full cup is if you pour that cup out so I do a lot of teaching and sharing um, and we you know my my team and my clients we've all grown uh, quite well together uh, and I I've poured into them as much as I can and it's not as much as I can necessarily but it's it's given me room to refill the cup. So for me to be a better leader, for me to be a better version of myself, I have to tap into things. Um, simple things like, again, grounding, sun gazing, um, uh, tapping into nature and allowing your aura and your essence and your energy to be one with nature. Understanding that you're not, you're not confined to your skin, right? You're a part of everything. You're in this whole thing. Um, a prime example is like the lake. You could say, Hey, that's the lake, but inside that lake, there's algae, there's fish, there's rocks, there's all kinds of things. So a fish inside the lake is still just the lake to the observer. And you would be that fish inside this lake. Uh, you're part of this. You're just as much a part of all of this as, as everything you're tied into it. It, it is you, you can control it because 
you're the version of it. People are like, well, there's a, there's a, a definite you know, division between me and the universe. Not true. Right? You think that you're inside your head. Not true. Right? Because if you're inside your head um, and everything else is different, then there would be a definitive line between you and everything else. But there isn't. Because if I'm inside my head, you're outside of my head. So even the inside of your head is outside of my head which means that you're part of the universe. You're not, you're not anything, you're not a unique piece, right? But here's the thing. If there are, if there is only one universe and only one sandbox, then we're all necessarily, we're all part of it. We're all playing in it. Um, so how do I find peace with myself? I, as much as I go into myself, you then realize that you are, you are a fraction of infiniteness. So all of this out there, you know, the idea that we're probably living in a simulation and that's a huge one too. Um, the simulation is breaking. It's falling apart. It's crazy. You know, and then when you realize that you're like, well, there's obviously something else, you know, when you really, really touch on what your consciousness is, it's, it's, it's heartwarming. When you accept and embrace yourself for who you are, not for who they've told you to be, because think of this, ladies and gentlemen, every single thing that you think you are, somebody told you you were that, therefore you stuck with it, you know, without using your name or your title. Who are you? What are you? I don't think people can handle that question. No. And this is where it comes from. So these are the things that you have to think about, right? Because it's no longer about everybody else. It's about you. It's about how you interact. It's about what you're going to do for you, for your best experience. If I stabbed you, for example, and never saw you again, for the rest of my life, I'd have to live with the fact that I stabbed a man. And, I've, and, and not that it, you know, not what your feelings are, but what my feelings towards it are. Like, how could I have done that? What if he had kids? Right, so that that your me stabbing you and never seeing you again in my life is instant karma that I'm going to have to deal with, and that's what people don't understand. They're like, karma's a bitch. If I stab you, it doesn't. Karma doesn't dictate that I'm going to get stabbed. Karma dictates that instantly I have to suffer the consequences of my own actions. So we make great mistakes, and every single person on the planet has made some serious mistakes. Every single a lot of people have made some fucking deadly mistakes, some dumb ones, some some shitty ones, some horrible ones, some ones that hurt people, some ones that hurt themselves. And then what do we do? We, det- we tend to define ourselves by those actions. Not all the good stuff that we've done. We tend to define ourselves by all the bad stuff that we've done because we've been taught, brainwashed, and trained to do this. It's so easy to beat your own self up, but it's really hard to lift yourself up because of every single piece of information that we've ever taken in, because of all the news that we're seeing, because how sex sells and how violence is key and how flashbites are pain. But every last one of those things is also designed for you to sit with it. If you do sit with it, you can be like, this isn't who I am anymore. And the definition of who I am changes every single time I, I wake up in the morning because I can literally be whoever I want to be. And every single story I tell myself is correlated to how I choose to feel about myself at that, at any given time. But it isn't, it isn't fact. Nothing's fact. Because if you say to yourself, like when I quit smoking, for example, I was a smoker up until the point where I wasn't a smoker and then we were done with it because I told myself a story that I was a smoker. And then I told myself a story that I wasn't a smoker. Everything's addiction. Everything's pain. Everything is, is a, is a tie in. Right. But the idea of being addicted and going through withdrawals, if you're a smoker right now, ladies and gentlemen, the withdrawals aren't anything other than something that you're just experiencing. How do I get through them? How do I instant gratification? Right. The things that you can focus on yourself and and change in yourself, not for anybody else, not because for any other reason than, than, than the challenge. The reason I figure I smoked for so long and got the opportunity to quit was because I then learned what it was like to overcome that addiction. The drinking, the recreational drugs, the fast times, the way I live my life, the copious amounts of poor decisions, 
based on the fact that I grew up in an, in an area where I was taught to hate myself, grew up in, you know, MTV cribs where no matter how much money you had, it was never enough. Like all of the influences that we ever saw were all bullshit, right? And all these things that we tried to attain were all superficial. You can have them all, but don't give a shit about them. Bottom line. Don't, if you're hunting money, you'll always be miserable because no matter what you do, you'll never have enough money. But if you're hunting experience, you'll be shocked at how much money you accrue when you're doing the things you love, when you're, be, when you're being the person you want to be, when you're in line and in tune with who you're supposed to be, your life catches fire. And, and, and your question about me being up North is it had nothing to do with anything other than me tapping into the world, S- just being in the sun, swimming in the lake, um, being one with everything, enjoying the nature, wrapping my head around the beauty. Have you, are you following you? Uh, have you seen my secondary Instagram? No. The So I picked up photography in December. I'd always wanted to do it, but I just fell in love with photography. Um, and I mentioned that. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. So if you go on the Instagram and you check out TMMA photo, uh, that's the photo version of, of the Mental Mastery Alliance. And we don't have any followers because we're not really advertising this sort of thing. Like where I'm sharing it with you, my good friend Jeremy, and your audience. And now my audience too, because I'm probably going to swap cast this if my version <laughs> of the recording is, is doing yeah, well. Yeah. But that, you know, that to me is, you know, that's huge. Um, I get to share my passion uh, for colors, for lighting, for sunsets, for nature, for, for that energy. You see, we sit in these concrete jungles and we stare at the television and we fucking feel that energy. We embrace it. It gives us anxiety and depression and everything's terrible. But then you stand outside in nature and you embrace that energy and everything's beautiful. Everything is exactly as it's supposed to be. There are just enough animals so that the bigger animals can eat them. And there are just enough animals so that the smaller animals can eat the other things. And there's some nuts and there's some berries and everything is in perfect cohesion and everything exists exactly as it's supposed to exist so that it can continue existing exactly as it's always existed. There is nothing great or bad going on in this world. There are just simply things that we experience your brain, your mind, your eyes, your ears, and your nose, turn it into good or bad. You create what's good and bad. And that's huge because it's your perception that says this is bad. And what I can, what I mean by that is murder, murder is a bad thing. Do not murder people. Unless the government tells you to murder people, then you're a war hero. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so good and bad, you know, Oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill anyone. Go kill those people for your country. Well, I'm patriotic. So I'll just go kill those people. I believe there's no good or bad when you're present. When you're when you present look, in the situation, there is no good or bad. That's and right. that's what I think, you know, when you going up north and noticing these things, I think this is one of the biggest downfalls from society is that no one's actually truly present. And that's what's, man, I'm telling you, I've worked on this for years to be present as I possibly can be at every second of my day, whether I'm sitting on the front porch, whether I'm in my car, whether I'm having a conversation, whether it doesn't matter, but if I'm present, man, the things you start noticing, there is no good or bad. You're just, you're, you're part of the overall what's going on in this world. And it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but we don't, we're so reactive and waiting for the next thing that we don't stop and smell the flower, feel the wind on us. There's so many other powerful things. And that's why I'm just a little jealous of you going up there to Canada to hang out. What do you, what's next for Adam Walton? Because you know, if we go past our journey for the last three or four years or how, uh, how many times you've been on this show, we're, all, we're, I mean, ups and downs, which is all great. And it's all beautiful because it's, it's different and it's changing and trying to get better. And I would say this is the best version of Adam Walton that I've seen because it's the most 
the most peaceful. Um, there's, there's a sense of peace and calmness around you. Because we go back to, man, talking about flat earth back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had some wild conversation, which were great. And I love it. And that's why I love having you on the show. But I would say, honestly, this is the most peaceful version and most present version of Adam Walton I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. And and the changes have been coming fast and fast and faster than, than, than ever before with me. But it's been a snowball. And all that crazy stuff, that's all still in me. Um, and I love that. I love those aspects of me. And to draw it out would be, you know, it would be something big. But I lived through it. I've experienced it. I've experienced the crazy. I've experienced the idea that you know, that the world that we're living in isn't, isn't what we're taught it is. Isn't, isn't what it, what it's all cracked up to be. It's crazy to think that, you know, where we are, it's crazy to think that we were lied to about being in infinite space. And all you have to do is look up at the stars to, to understand that it's a lie and your cognitive distance won't allow you to see it, you know, and that's, what's really cool. And then when you do see it, sort of things change. And then, yeah, like I said, the more you go into yourself, the more you realize you don't need to fight anyone because everyone that wants to fight is just, I'm not going to give that energy out. I'm going to give more of a peaceful energy. I'm going to give more of a, uh, a calm, confident, and prime energy. I can have those conversations and I can throw passion into it for sure because I always do have passion for these things. And these are passions for waking people up. These are passions for creating absolute abundance. You know, and this is this is one of those the most amazing things. So no, I I I really appreciate that as a, a massive compliment to me being the most peaceful version of myself, and I am, and I have uh, I have friends like one of my friends today, uh, she's losing her mind. She's just, she's just spinning in all the negativity, and I feel bad for her. You know, she's ten years younger than me, and she's going through stuff. Not that really age makes much of a difference now. It's just where you want to be in life, and the truth of the matter is, you got to go through fucking hell to get here. There's not, there's a single person that's in, in, in an enlightened state of mind that I've ever met that got here accidentally. We traveled through fucking hell to get here. Um, just pain upon pain upon pain, either physical, mental, emotional done to yourself, done for you, whatever it is, stabbed, broken heart, just stupid moves, got really shit faced, cheated on your girlfriend, whatever the hell it is. You, you do these things that just shatter your reality of who you think you are. And, and, and that's how you get to where you're going. And every single level above that becomes more about peace. And people can say to me, people that are living in fear or scarcity will say to me things like, well, you can't, you know, you can't always be upbeat and you're right. I can't always be upbeat, but when I'm not upbeat, I'm not in, in the public eye. If I didn't feel like doing this interview, I would have said, nah, it's not a good time. And I would have yeah, just chilled out. Okay. That's cool. You yeah. know, I mean, I get it. And I would have just chilled out, you know, yeah. and that's called setting boundaries as well, because there was a time there I would have, t I took on any interview and sometimes I put the wrong energy out there. And that energy still exists because that's on interviews in places, yeah. you know? That's and then, okay. But that, I think that's the beautiful thing about this whole thing. Oh yeah. Because that version of you isn't a different. Ver it's still you. It's just, in, you're, I use the word evolved, but I don't know if that's a, if that's the correct terminology or if I can even come up with the correct word for that. It's just all those versions of you are still you. Yes. It's just your, I don't know how to explain because, because I put myself in the exact same situation that I, you know, the whole, the whole crazy things I've done in my entire life. And I feel right now I'm at the most peace I've ever been in of my entire life. Um, it's, I just, and again, it goes back to the comment I made a little bit ago. I just don't care. I just don't, I don't have the energy anymore to care about things that don't matter in my life because there's so many good things going on and, and I'm, I'm so peaceful. I'm so present and I, my life is just the best it's ever been. 
And uh, I, I, I owe that to the crazy me and the crazy past. I mean, that's, if someone wants to know how to get to this point in their lives, we'll, we'll go look at all the years of the craziness. This yeah. is what it takes. And, um, yeah. and, and like you said, hey, it's, you could be 10 years younger. You could be 10 years older. I don't know when that time comes to you. Yeah. Um, but eventually it has to. And eventually you just got to get tired of it and say, you know what? There's a better version of me out there. And it's time now that I realize it. I had this analogy when, 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 we're talk, when you're talking about all this crazy shit going on in the world and it's chaos, it's fighting, it's nonstop bullshit. And you can, you can continue to go down that road or you can take the, the, the exit that says, you know, peaceful life. And man, oh man, all of a sudden you pull off and now all of a sudden you're in Northern Canada. It's like, holy shit, this is peace. Yeah. This is life. This is who I, this is who I am. It's the same world. Everything's identical. It. All you've done is changed your focus. You know? Correct. Yeah. And next summer, you should definitely come up. You should definitely come up. I would up. love it. Try to figure out. There's not much, there's no reason to come up in the winter. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not going up in the winter. <laughs> crazy up here. But uh, yeah, next summer, well, I'd love to have, I'd love to have you up here. Oh man, it'd be great. It'd be great too. This question when you go to Canada. I'll, uh, I'll throw, I'll, I'll bring the road up. We'll do a, we'll do a podcast right out in nature with birds in Dude, the background. I love it, man. I'll, I'll spend, I'll spend a week up there. That'd be awesome. Perfect. I'd love that. Can you, did you, you mentioned, and, and I'm just curious because I've, I've done a lot of research and studying recently on this. Can you go up to Northern Canada and you're talking about, um, uh, I guess I, I'll just cut through all the bullshit. Can you, can you experience the, a psilocybin effect when you go to Canada? And the reason, does it help you attain to the next level? Or can you do that without psilocybin to get to that next level of, 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 the, of mentally, I, you know what I'm saying, to the next level? Because I've heard so many great things about psilocybin. I haven't done it since I was a kid. And I've got somebody that, you know, said, I'll hook you up. But I'm just curious if when you're in Canada looking at the lake, can you achieve the same mental awareness and acuity of what's going on in the world without it? Ladies and gentlemen, he's talking about magic mushrooms. Absolutely fantastic. And if you're in Canada listening to this show right now, please head over to the mentalmasteryalliance.com and into <laughs> special promotions. Uh, go ahead and click the link on your purchase part of the magic mushrooms. Uh, you will get a 25 or 30% discount on your first order. Uh, all thanks to uh, the Mental Mastery Alliance. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Slash the, positive side. Slash, <laughs> slash the positive side. That. Thank you yeah, very let me, much. Let me, get, uh, let me get a little bump for that one. I'm just going to throw yeah. a little quick plug out there. Uh, the truth is yes. Yes, you can. Um, but the shortcut answer and the more fun answer is do the mushrooms. That's what I think. And, I, and I'm not going to tell you to get out there. Like There's something called a hero dose where you do seven grams and you sit in a black room, blacked out room. And you go, and you don't go anywhere. The only place you can go is in, and that's called a hero dose, and that's crazy. I've never even done it. Um, now my youth and the way I worked, like I ate so many mushrooms as a kid. I loved them. I loved mushrooms, and I did lots of LSD and all kinds of drugs. When I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, I was high on the craziest drugs: MDMA, ecstasy, whatever it was. Give it to me. Ah. Um, and so that gave me a firm base of understanding that reality in and of itself isn't quite reality. Um, and now you want to talk about stuff. I don't recommend doing DMT, um, not for anyone that's out the gate, uh, but certainly worth researching. There's some fascinating stories that go on with DMT, um, but don't get DMT. This is not an ad for DMT. If you're going to use this clip, you're going to have to use the entire episode. Uh, so magic mushrooms, what they're going to do is they're going to open a gateway. One of my absolute favorite comments is Alan Watts says, uh, mushrooms are uh, very much like answering the phone. Uh, once you've gotten the message, hang up the phone. Mm -hmm. So I like that. you can do recreational drugs. Obviously you don't need my permission. 
<laughs> but you can do whatever you want. Um, now, for experimental purposes and for understanding a little bit more of where you are, uh, microdosing mushrooms is so simple. You take uh, a little bit of mushrooms, you probably take like a gram or two. No, sorry, I shouldn't say that. 0.2 of a gram, 0.2 or 0.3 of a gram. Uh, to gram or two. Just eat a gram or two. It's microdosing. <laughs> Fuck, whatever. Who cares? Have some fun. Just don't drive. So um, microdosing is, is something that you're going to want to look into, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that is that, you know, that's going to change the way your body interacts with stuff. It's not going to fuck you up. It's just going to be like a nice little body buzz. Um, and then, you know, when you want to get into d- deeper things, my best suggestion to you is to do it alone, do mushrooms alone, but in nature out somewhere exploring when you're not going to worry about what other people are thinking of you, because if, if that's part of your, your psychosis, it's not going to be helpful. But if you're out there and you're just completely by yourself and you're in your own thoughts, you realize that nobody's ever thinking about you. And that's, a, that's, that's a benefit as well. Mm. Um, you know, we spend more time worrying about what they're thinking about us than we think about what you know we're thinking. So true. So um, it'll help you get there. It'll help you see things that you've never seen before in a way you've never seen them before. Um, the the mushrooms, the psychosyllabin network, uh, all that sort of stuff is. Uh, it's there's just so, you can do so much research on it. It is one of the is one of the most beautiful drugs in the entire world. And I say drugs because that's the term that they gave it. Uh, truth of the matter is, it's not a drug. No, it's not a drug. Um, all other kinds of drugs are drugs. This is something that grows naturally. And this is something that is, is beneficial. Like ayahuasca is another thing that will super, will, will, will super ex, ex, expand upon your ability to see certain things. Um, but yeah, I know you're running short and I know we're on a time limit, so I'm going to stop talking about mushrooms, but yes, I strongly recommend enjoying them uh, and having respect for them. I'm a big fan. And, um, and you know, I, you sent me that link a while ago um, for uh, the Give Them Through Canada, and there was a company there that I cannot remember the, for the life of me the name of it. I'm just concerned about getting them shipped over from Canada to the U.S. I don't know if there are any restrictions there. I don't know. I think you'd have to reach out to them. I, yeah, that's right. We had this conversation, and we and, yeah. and, and I did, and then didn't hear back. So maybe they think I'm like. I don't know. It'd be great to have him the sponsor of the show. It'd be the best ever. Yeah. I've been talking about psilocybin for like the last six or seven episodes because I just think it's important. And I think there's so many benefits of, of not just psilocybin, of any kind of mushroom. Like if I, if I go back in, in time, I'd like to become a mycologist. I think there's so many benefits of any kind of mushroom, whether it be lion's mane, reishi. I mean, you know, the list goes Well, lion's mane I take daily. Is for it's for my mind, it's for my memory. Things that you don't yeah. notice right away, but you certainly notice later on. Like you remember stuff. Things just click. Um, yeah, there, there's just so many benefits, and yeah. and for PTSD, I mean, my goodness, uh, you know, soldiers coming back instead of hopping them up on some kind of a prescription drug, put them on psilocybin and, yep. and, and microdose it. Hundred uh, percent, no downfall, no side effects. It's it's great. So, I'm a huge fan, Adam Walton. Obviously, you told us the TMMA photo on Instagram. Where else can everybody find you? Yeah, I even dropped the other one too. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we're offering because we're still doing. Um, we're still we're still working with the. Jeez, uh, my brain went blank, went blank on that. Right after I'm talking about the, the lines, man. Uh, the the promos and stuff that we're working with the guys and these aren't ads, but uh, you can certainly check them out under under uh, promotions and stuff like that on thementalmasteryalliance.com. We are um, not in a creative mood right now. Sorry, not in a creative mood. Creative mode. Uh, so the website isn't updating. Uh, we are definitely uh, engaging on Instagram. That's Instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Uh, there is somebody's gonna, always going to get back to you. There's a few people monitoring that account at all times, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna be able to to connect uh, with anyone if you have any questions about what you've heard on the show. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really amazing time right now where where we're waiting for like you said something's coming. 
and and I think it's it may appear bad, but it's something huge, something amazing is is in the works, is coming, um, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the best thing I could tell you right now is invest in crypto, invest in silver, and invest in land, um, and 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 just sort of ride this out. But if you're if you're looking for um, the easiest place to put a, a vast amount of money. Silver bullion, get yourself some silver. It is way undersold right now, and you're going to get a really good deal on it, and it's only going to go up. Um, and that is financial advice from the Positive Side Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate the financial advice. You know me, I'm a, a huge crypto fan. Cardano's done great for me. I've been Cardano now for three and a half years, and it has been nothing but gone up for me. And I, I love, 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 love Cardano. I also a big fan of Cello. If, if you guys uh, out there listening, Cello is a, 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 a long play. But uh, it's had a huge couple of days. I think it was up. It's down thirty percent today. But it was up seventy percent yesterday. Something ungodly like that. It's up one hundred twenty-three percent over the month. I'm a big fan of Cello, uh, but that's, that's enough of the financial advice for the positive. Take side a podcast. quick look while you're at it. Take a quick look at Sol S O L. It's up over a hundred percent in the past few months. Uh, it is going to. It's it's probably going to cap out at two hundred before it uh, retraces. So that's a good one to look at as well. But yeah, enough of this bullshit. <laughs> I will take a look at Sol for sure. Um, for everybody listening around the world, all bullshit aside, go go find go find Adam and, and, and look at his journey, man. I mean, you can go back and search all these episodes. I had a, uh, one of my coaching clients said, "Hey, you know, I love Adam Walton and Adam Walton. I got I got uh, glad I said that out loud. I've got to connect you with one of my coaching clients. He wants you on his show. His show is called the Gray Path Podcast. It's great. Uh, it's about fandoms and Star Wars and what the lessons you can learn from different fandoms out there. It's brilliant. He is a well great speaker. You're gonna love that show too. So I got to connect you guys to get on his show for Done. sure." Um, but everybody out there, find Adam. I mean, find find his stuff, send him those emails, ask him those questions. Uh, if you have any questions for me, obviously, Jeremy at jeremytodd.com. Uh, but man, obviously, jacked up, fired up, more positive and, and more present than ever. You've got greatness within. Like always, this is The Positive Side. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.